Drive with Wolfgang and Trent Condon. Real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 Fifth Champ. All right, 5 o'clock hour is here. Top 5 at 5 right around the corner. Like the tunes, Wolfgang, you know this one? I'm throwing you a bit for a loop here. This is this is a deep dive into things. No, one of I... my favorite bands. What's it rhyme with? Um... What does it rhyme with? <laughs> just give me the name. That's the that's the joke. You just say it. Lodies. No, I don't know. The Toadies. Oh, I know the Toadies. Yes, love the Toadies. Well, I'd have to I'd have to hear it, and it's fun. So what we did last night after we came home when we were out, and uh, we started thinking about some of the songs that we like that you're playing that we don't like we're playing. So I like the Chili Peppers intro, yeah. but I don't want yeah. it to be our intro. I okay. want it to be later in the show. All right. Um. So I I we found a Doors song I like. I found out Ken has another Doors song, yeah. so should we have both? I mean, no, 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 no. But I really like this Doors song. Yeah, okay, we're not There's that old. There's some audio Come on. We, we already played Old Man Radio earlier. That now Old Man Radio, stop yeah. that. Well, you're getting old. I'm getting old. Well, I wasn't even alive when that was... No, I mean, Old Man Radio, sometimes the old stuff is the best stuff. It doesn't sometimes, matter to me. Sometimes, sometimes. But, and then, so Ken, somehow, you put Ken with Nirvana and Smells Like Teen Spirit. You want to explain that to me? Just, How he gets that, and I don't get that? Well, you can get that. It's just part of the rotation. I don't got a ton in here. I got like, I don't right. know, No, he doesn't songs. get that. I get that. Well, I... He doesn't appreciate that like I choosing. would. I got enough things to do. If you want to make your own music, make your own music. I'm only on the air five hours a day. I got sales to do in the morning. I got things to do in between. I got enough things, and you're coming in here complaining about music. I'll play toadies all the time if I want to play toadies all the time, and you'll get nothing and like it. Do you, do you understand when somebody puts you on the spot and goes... All right, you got 10 songs. This is how it's going to be during the radio show. It's like a lot of pressure. It's like, whoa, what do I like? Oh, I thought I liked that. I'm just kidding. I'm kind of kidding. But we we sat with like four family members yesterday, and we're bringing up like dorky stuff, cool stuff, cool stuff, dorky stuff. And it was fun to see what people wanted and what, seriously, sit home with your wife and go, wifey wife, if you had... And you could put any any 10 songs for the rest of the week, for the rest of your life. It's something interesting. Seems like too deep of a dive for me. All right, let's get into the top five of five here and uh, figure some things out presented today by Charter House Real Estate. Mark Charter can help you find a new home, looking to upgrade, looking to downgrade, whatever it may be and everything in between, but most importantly, can save you money. It's Charter House Real Estate. Let's get into it here, Wolfgang, and get going, starting as always, if we can find it, with number one. Number one. You love the music. You love, I love, you love it. The, Thank you, Trent. You love the voice. All right, let's start first in Iowa City. You brought this up to me today. I missed it as I was working. But Chris Fant, Iowa tight end, Noah Fant's older brother, again was on Twitter. Now, apparently has deleted whatever was out there from earlier. I'm seeing a lot of responses out there asking uh, why he's being quiet, but... Some questions. First of all, what did Chris Fant say, and why does he keep going to Twitter to say it? There's just snobbiness and snotty-ish going, why is this, why is not my brother playing, blah, blah, blah. Everybody saw the first one. That might is, Did he even delete that one yet? Yeah, I, I think that was deleted, too. Okay, that was deleted, too, so this makes sense. I mean, you don't go here. And this, the first one, I totally am like, whatever. That's Noah's brother, man. If he has a problem with, he wants his brother to, you know, everybody has those moments, Trent, where they're like, whoopsie-daisy, I wish I could take that back, or I wish I could put that back on my mouth and swallow it so nobody ever heard that, or I wish everybody was deaf out here like Helen Keller so they wouldn't have heard that. 
No problem. Had no problem with the first one. At the second one, okay, stop now. Okay? This is the point where now you've made Noah have to answer questions to what you're saying. Noah may love you. Actually, I'm pretty sure he does. And will stick up for you forever. And you probably love him. This is not the way to go about it, Trent. Kirk Ferentz knows his bleep. And he will stick up for you forever. Don't pee him off. This guy's going to be a first-round draft pick making millions and millions of dollars, Trent. And the latest one was what? He was going to be eighth, sixth in the NFL I, draft? You didn't see that one? Well, I mean— I'm talking last it, week. It's, it's one guy's opinion. Uh, yeah, it is. So so let's say first round. Let's just leave it at first round. That That's fine. Okay. Basically, all right, Chris Fant— Can we agree on first round? You love round. your brother. Shut up. All right, enough's enough, right? Because they're going to ask Kirk, yes. and they're going to ask, because we've seen Noah on the sidelines seeing a, being a little bit As of a drama queen. Was. You know what? Who else was a drama queen? TJ Hawkinson. He was pissed off on Saturday. You know what? And I didn't see that. No, tell yes. me. Well, when, when he does it, because he's my boyfriend, I like it. Oh, well, of course. What of did course. he do? What do you mean? He was mad. He was mad because Nate Stanley couldn't throw him the football, and he should be mad. It was a bad performance out of Nate Stanley. You can see frustration. Same thing there. It happens to everybody. That's sports. Guess what? When things aren't going well, everybody gets frustrated. I'm frustrated with topic one. With Number me. <laughs> two. All right, let's move on quickly here. And another defection for Iowa State football, Josh Mueller has left the team. Offensive lineman has some starts in his career. Zeb Nolan has left the team. Now Josh Mueller, two guys that have started. Concerns at all with that name? Yeah, the team's falling apart. I'm worried. I'm really worried. I'm not worried at all. No, at all. You don't need Zeb Nolan. What do you need him for? Now, to be fair, I don't understand why I was why you would leave. If you were actually a true team player, and you know me, Trent, I'm not the guy that throws it in your face like, you decided to transfer. What a horrible person you are that you actually wanted to play. But Trent, I'm not cool with leaving during the middle of the year. When Iowa State is doing something, quite frankly, that's never been done before. Number 24 in the college football playoff. Never been done before. So at this point, I go, Zeb, what you doing? Stick around. I understand you're looking out for yourself and you want to get a head start on this and that. I get it, Trent. I don't like this stuff during the year. I don't. Does that make me, I don't know, selfish as an Iowa State person in Iowa that actually want Iowa State to succeed? We don't know what's going to happen the rest of the year. You can get hurt like that, Trent, and the season's over. You can get hurt like that, and then maybe that a transfer market isn't there. I say you do you. Whatever you think is the best for your career, these are not paid athletes. These are student athletes. If it's best for you what to Iowa move on, State. you do it. That's what you do. Number three. All right, Wolfgang, we go uh, to the Big Ten and Maryland. The decision yesterday, absolutely dumbfounding to me. Your perspective, DJ Durkin, how about this? How long does he last as Maryland head coach? Oh, look at that. Over, under. I know you love that, Trent. Um, I'm going to go the under. because if I haven't even put a number out there. I'll go the under if you say a minute. A I minute? Might, a I might go 30 seconds because I don't think this is going to work. I think they're going to get together and Will go. Will he be there Saturday? Will Man. He, oh, that's a great side? call. I mean, I guess you would say yes because they probably It's Wednesday can't, already. You can't. I mean, I don't think you can maybe bend over like that for – these are guys, that, I mean, they saw their one of their really good friends, roomies, dudes, teammates, die basically in front yes. of them. I mean, think about that. So 
trying to look at both sides. I mean, I understand why they're sensitive about this. Um, if you go to Maryland, I would hope you at least know what he's like, his personality. Is he Bob Knight? Is he Kirk Ferentz? Completely different. So I would hope if you're going to Maryland, you would understand what he's like. But maybe they didn't, and I would take the under, Trent Conan. Whatever I put the under at, you're yes. taking it. 30 seconds. All right, you already lost. Pave the man. You made a bet. Number four. All right, the college football playoff rankings are out. Week number one, you mentioned Iowa State in there at number 24. Iowa at number 16. Wolfgang, if Iowa would have beat Penn State, where would they have been ranked in these rankings? Ooh, great call, great call. Um, probably four ahead. They're 16. Uh, let's go, and I've got that. I favorited that Trent Condon, So, mm-hmm. but Trent likes to keep it so like. Uh, just, I like to keep it fresh. And I like fresh. I mean, I like I like that. So I really appreciate that, but I could give you a better answer if I actually had that in front of me. There's a lo- there's about five teams in front of us that I think that we would surpass. Now, whether they would actually vote us that, and I brought up to you, and I brought up to you in the past, is it is it eye test? Is it sniff test? Is it when I'm going that, out for called op- the smell test? You've never heard the sniff test before. That the smell test is what the it's called. The sniff test. It's a joke, man. You've never heard that. The <laughs> sniff test. I don't get it. Okay. <laughs> it's called the smell test. And there's also the the field test when you're going out and getting avocados. How do you how do you get your avocados? I don't. I let my wife do that. Jeez. I don't know how to get a good you're so avocado. Sexist. Unbelievable. I got problems. What's the number? <laughs> Where would Iowa be ranked? Ten. Ten, you're wrong, and they'd be eighth. Number five. We finish up here, Wolfgang, with our last one, and uh, it deals with the NFL. I know you love your boy, C.J. Beathard. They play tomorrow night against the Oakland Raiders. Are you really going to watch this whole stupid game? I don't know, man. I told you, um, so the last two, I told you I watched every single snap of C.J.B. till the last two games. And I get to a point where I watch somebody that I, Love? Mm-hmm. I won't go that far. I don't love yeah, him. I think you love him. I have some love with him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. I do. CJB, man, brought some joy to our lives in 2015. Did he not? Yes, he did. Looking at that yes, guy he going, ah, he's he's confident. Also not, some frustrations. Yeah, I mean, all right. We're, okay, sorry. We're not the we're not the Globetrotters. Sorry about that, Trent. But uh, sitting there, I don't know. I'll tell you, I've had, I have the opportunity to watch him whenever I want. Mm-hmm. Will I watch him? I absolutely will because I get off on people not knowing. The last time he was on national TV, everybody said, oh, wow, he's better than I thought, which I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. If he's protected and they have wide receivers, he can do something. His wide, re- his all line sucks. It's the 49ers. They suck as a whole. <laughs> We're coming back on the other side. More college football talk. Ben Kirchival from CBSSports.com. He joins us next on The Drive, 1700 The Champ. We're back with more in a moment. Hey, Des Moines, this is DA. You're locked into 1700 The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's green, moron. Come on, move it, you clown. 1700 The Champ. Right now, traffic. Right now, there's an accident on I-8035 going eastbound at Hickman, and it's backed up traffic to the West Mixer. Then we have a stalled semi on I-235 going eastbound at 31st Street. And that's your look at traffic. Drive safe out there, Des Moines, and have a great afternoon. This report is sponsored by Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Rocket Mortgage is simple so you can understand the details and be sure you're getting the right mortgage. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. Visit rocketmortgage.com today. Licensed in all 50 states, equal housing lender, NMLS number 3030. Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charterhouse Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. 
Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100 Street in Urbandale and online at championsrecoveryroom.com. The pack is back and the countdown is on to catch the Iowa Wolves for opening weekend at Wells Fargo Arena. Friday, November 2nd, happy hour and magnet schedule giveaway. Saturday, November 3rd, $2 beer and a t-shirt giveaway to the first 1,000 fans. Iowa Wolves, one pack, all in. Visit IAWolves.com for tickets and season promotions. Hi, this is Baron Geiger, president of Caring Hands Food Pantry in Altoona, and we have some exciting news. This month, in partnership with DMARC, we launched Caring Hands Eastview at Eastview Community Center, located at 4101 East 42nd Street in Northeast Des Moines. Northeast Des Moines has been identified as a part of our community where food insecurity among families and children is significant. Can you help us make a difference and fight hunger in our city by donating or volunteering? To get involved, just contact David Harper at Eastview Community Center at 515-809-2356. That's 515 515- 809-2356 and as always thank you for your support from the barrel des moines whiskey festival kicks off this year and will be taking place in downtown des moines ladies don't miss our friday night kickoff dinner women and whiskey featuring a five course dinner whiskey pairings and great entertainment women and whiskey proudly benefits our amazing sponsor susan g Komen. tickets on sale now at dsmwhiskeyfest.com this year it's our year no 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 this year it's my team yeah this is the year this season everyone is gonna know where i'm tailgating my team my colors my flag hello it's why i fly the flag this is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team and you'll find those colors at heartland flagpoles and flags the largest selection of team flags anywhere every team every sport every flag almost buy online and get free shipping heartlandflags.com at Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Nigget with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Nigget can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Nigget. The Drive with Wolfgang and Trent Condon. Real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 Fifth Champ. 
back with you on a Wednesday afternoon. It is The Drive on 1700. The champ, Trent Condon, Wolfgang with you, taking you home today. Wolfgang, the college football playoffs are out. With it, it is certainly a uh, not a whole lot to get fired up about. We talked about it a lot earlier, but let's get Ben Kirchival in here. He's going to give us a good perspective of things. Let's do that. CBSSports.com is where you can find all of Ben's great work as he joins us here. Ben, good afternoon, and uh, can you feign any outrage here? Can, can you give us anything to get fired <laughs> up about with the playoff rankings? You know, the best part about this is, so I don't work Tuesday nights, so when the mock rankings are revealed, I'm, I'm off. I was hanging out last night watching Halloween, uh, the original one. <laughs> I'll, check, I'll check the rankings, uh, but the best part about this, is I, I tweeted it last night, too, you got about a month before you really have to care about this stuff. It, it's fun television, and it's even okay to, to have some fodder with it, talk about resumes, things like that. But I was doing some previews for games this weekend, and I, you know, naturally within like the top four, the real discussion point is LSU over Notre Dame as a one-loss team over an undefeated. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I'm writing it out. Does it matter? No, it doesn't matter because as long as you keep taking care of your business, you're in the show. It's just a matter of seeding at that point, which is really then uh, an issue of matchups. Which of the four te- uh, other three teams do you match up best against to, to get to the national championship game? Because at that point, everyone's good. So nothing really to, to get too worked up about uh, as far as the first rankings are concerned. I think the, you know, maybe four to six teams that are still really in this race outside of the top four are in, are in pretty good position. You can even dive all the way down to number 13 with West Virginia. They're going to play Texas this weekend. Uh, I think they're still in the running because they have a huge November coming up. So if you're still in the conversation, I think you're right where you want to be. And at the end of the day, a lot of this stuff ends up taking care of itself. We're, we're entering year four now with this. And I can really only go back to one example, which was Penn State and Ohio State a couple of years ago. I think that would be the one item where you really had some actual split on how this was supposed to go. But other than that, you're, I think you're really talking about three team, two to three teams that are usually very solid, and then that fourth team has some words. So still a long ways to go, and, and this weekend – a lot of this is, is going to start to create some of that separation. Yeah, Ben, good to talk to you, sir. This is Wolfgang. Um, I asked the hardcore questions here. Eye test or sniff, sniff test, sir? What, what, what do you go with here? The eye test or the... The sniff test. The, what? the sniff the test. The smell test. The smell test. Smell I mean, test. <laughs> so like I'm sitting like, looking at this. I don't know how to gauge a lot of what everybody is saying, I guess, is what I'm saying. With the field test, the eye test, where, what do you go with? Resume. Right now, I kind of looking at this Final Four, I would put Michigan in that actual, I would put Notre Dame ahead of, of LSU. It probably mm-hmm. doesn't matter, as you're saying right now. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. But I look at it, I get a little hardcore with that, and I go, what if it did end today? Should, they, should yeah. Notre Dame actually be the four seed? Well, I... So this is why I'm glad I'm not on the committee. And moreover, I'm glad I'm not the committee chair who has to explain all the mental gymnastics that changes from yeah. week to week because he's just reflecting what the, what the committee says, but he ends up taking all of the, the kind of the crap for it. Um, 
I, I look at it this way. First and foremost, I'll, I'll look at resume because I'm with you on LSU in principle. Mm-hmm. Do I think that maybe they're one of the most three impressive teams in the country? Probably not, but the wins back it up. I, I mean, you can be an enigmatic football team where you're not particularly explosive on offense. Uh, you don't have you know, great numbers that you're putting up, but if your defense is great and you're getting the big wins, then I don't really know how you argue with anything other than what's happened on the field. Mm-hmm. But you know wh- how you do it certainly does matter, but I, I think when you get towards the end of the year, the, the resume and the, the eye test sort of end up being one and the same. Whereas like last year, if you take Alabama and Ohio State, both had a loss. Both had some warts, but if you lose by 31 points to Iowa, yeah, yep. the, the eye test and the resume, it, it, it kind of takes care of itself. It's sort of one and the same. Your eye test was that you looked really bad in that 31-point loss to Iowa, and that 31-point loss matters. So I, I, I think if you give it another month, some of that stuff ends up answering itself. It's just... There's so many different avenues here, and the thing that becomes frustrating is it seems like those parameters change during the course of this month. We'll hear one week it is this set of criteria, the next it's something different, and this year we have a lot of turnover here. Again, maybe this is a conversation, Ben, we can have in another week or two when we see this, but you know Barry Alvarez, he was a very strong personality, and it felt like he had a lot of sway in the committee. Is there a name or two when you look at that list that you say, uh, that guy or that lady, maybe they're going to have more, more pull than some other people? I don't even know who's on the committee. I don't even care. <laughs> I, I don't. It's like I, the, the reality is, is there was, when the committee was, was created years ago, there was an idea of, well, we only needed football people on it, right? Only people who knew the games. Like, look, man, it's, let's look at this for what it is. It's, it's an entertainment, it's television show. And it doesn't really take ex-coaches or ex-players to, to be able to select who the top four teams are. Because it goes back to what I was saying before. You're really only going to have an argument between two, three teams max for one spot. And, it, it, and in a couple of those years, Ohio State in the first year, Alabama last year, that number four team ended up going on to win the whole thing. So clearly, making the right decision is, is not rocket science. It's not something that you, know, you need a certain type of person to do. So I, I don't really get too hell-bent on who's on the committee, who's making what decisions, and, and having what pool. Because like I said, I think for the most part, at the end of the year, it ends up taking care of itself. And while it's certainly not a perfect system, and I think by having the weekly ranking show, you are opening yourself up to a lot of criticism rather than doing it in, let's say, the final, you know, maybe two to three weeks tops. But it's a television show for a reason, and and it's the ratings pool and it's the conversation. That's what they want to get from all this, and that's what they're getting. And I think if, if... the casual college football fan has, has come to you know, understand and accept that, there's a lot less outrage with it. It doesn't mean that you have to be completely satisfied with how the whole thing turns out, but the whole idea of outrage and, and things you know, not being correct are for, are for hardcore traditionalists, and that's not what this is. 
Yeah, Ben Wolfgang again. Um, what your opinion on strength of schedule? Uh, this is the one analytic that I have trouble with. I sit there and look at it and I go, I get why this is schedule is like rated higher. But then I look at it another way, and I, I I would like rather play this person's schedule than this person's schedule. How do you look at that stuff? Is that fair? Well, strength of schedule, I I, I think is a, a fair argument as far as trying to decide you know who you're going to include, who you're going to exclude. It, it's a big factor. The other thing to consider, though, is that strength of schedule and how good a team is. They're not mutually exclusive, right? I mean. Name someone in this, anyone who doesn't think Alabama is not the best team in the country right now. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really matter who Alabama's played. People can, can watch them and say their offense is operating at an unbelievable efficiency. It masks maybe some of their defensive problems, but the fact that you have a, a tremendous pass rush and, and then now a, a boat racing offense with Tua, I mean, people know that they have the best team in, in the country and in that case strength of schedule doesn't really matter so i think strength of schedule is important but because it can tell you you know what you've been able to accomplish against quality teams but it doesn't physically measure how good your team is ben kirchival joining us from cbssports.com ben uh want to go local with you and your outpost down there in texas obviously i know you watch a lot of big 12 football just your perspective on Iowa State, I think a surprise to a lot of people. They show up in the playoff committee's top 25, even with three losses. What you've seen with the Cyclones and certainly a manageable schedule coming up here over the Final Four, a real shot to play in that Big 12 championship game in your mind? They're not out of it. I mean, I right now Oklahoma, Texas, and West Virginia would, would certainly be your three teams. They're all tied atop of the Big 12 standings, I think four and one. Iowa State and, and really even Texas Tech. I know Iowa State won, beat them this past weekend, but I, I don't think either of those teams are out of it just yet if you really want to consider all of your options. But for the Cyclones, the move to Brock Purdy was huge. Um, I think before he started, they were ninth or 10th in the Big 12 in scoring offense, total offense. I, I, they had pieces, obviously had David Montgomery, had Hakeem Butler, had a little bit of a revolving door, though, at, at quarterback for health reasons, and then suddenly he comes in and just provides a jolt for that offense. And I think when you combine that with how well-coached they are on, on defense, you, you really see them turn a corner. And, and so I think you, you go back maybe three weeks to now, and I, I would say that they're the most improved team in, in the Big 12 by a country mile. So if you're playing your best football at the right time, um, you know, obviously they don't control their own destiny. They would need some other things to happen around them. But West Virginia has a really tough November. Um, you know, Texas uh, just lost to Oklahoma State, so I, I think they still have some work to do. If you can go out and, and take care of your business, I, I don't see why you still can't be in the running. You're starting to run out of weeks here, but I wouldn't throw in the towel on them just yet. I, I think that number two spot is, is absolutely open, and they're playing great right now. So I, I – Definitely think that getting eight to nine wins is, is certainly you know in play here. Ben, outside the top four right now, who is going to win it all? Oklahoma, Georgia, Michigan. I actually think one of those three teams. If I had to go outside the top four besides Alabama, okay, that's I would pick one of those three teams. How about you? Um, I would say that outside of, I guess let me let me rephrase it this way. If there's a team that I think matches up well with Alabama, it's Oklahoma. 
and only because if there's a team that can hold serve with them mm-hmm. and go back and forth on points, it's them. Now, obviously, defensively, they have issues. I don't think they would beat Alabama, but if they got into that situation where they had to play them, I think that they could keep with them for you know three quarters, something like that. Eventually, I think Alabama would, would probably assert itself a little bit. But I think they're the best matchup, which, again, when you get to the Final Four, every team is good. It's usually just about you know what matchup you have with it. So I, I would probably take Oklahoma. I think another team that's interesting is Washington State. If Alex Grinch isn't there anymore as their defensive coordinator, but if you look at their defensive progress over the past three years from his arrival to his exit to Ohio State, I mean, they are night and day. And now you, you have great quarterback play, you have great ball distribution on offense, but you also have a defense that's capable of winning the Pac-12. past couple of years, the Apple Cup has decided that North Division with Washington. They've come up on the wrong side of it, but they were there. They were in position to win that division and just weren't able to get over that hump. I think this year, you look at them, they're easily the strongest team out of that division, and you know they, they're probably the best team out of the conference. So Washington State, if they get that number four spot with how good their offense is combined with their defensive improvement – I think they're a much better team than I think people are just now starting to realize how complete they are. Saving the uh, worst for last. A lot of people do it the other way. Here in the drive, we go the opposite way, Ben. (laughs) Maryland, uh, I I said it earlier today. When I saw the decision handed down, I was reading it on Twitter, and I really believed that I read the headline wrong. There was not any avenue where I imagined DJ Durkin was going to be back, yet here we are. Take it away. Well, the first thing to understand is that not every booster, but a lot of boosters at Maryland wanted D.J. Durkin back. The astonishing thing in that is which that not in spite of all the things that happened, but almost like in because of it, where they think D.J. Durkin is, as we like to kind of jokingly say, a capital F football guy, meaning, you know, he's like Joe football. Coaches love him. Coached for 15 years as an assistant under uh, Harbaugh, Meyer, Muschamp, been at Notre Dame. I mean, he's, he's sort of been everywhere. So as far as the coaching ranks goes, he has a lot of allies. And I think people with money and positions to, to you know, make decisions look at that and are really blinded by a lot of other things, inc- including his record at, at 10 and 15. I mean, he's a sub-500 coach you know, for his records. So I think a lot of people in that position really can't get past that. And, and during his first two years at Maryland, he did what a lot of coaches do, which is you change the culture and you, you, you know, the, the mentally and physically weak ones get weeded out and transfer and you bring in your own guys. And that happens everywhere. And there's a lot of intense stuff that happens within that. But then you start getting the details of, He's playing videos with people getting their eyeballs drilled during, like, breakfast and vomit being thrown at him by the strength coach who apparently has no uh, – he doesn't have to answer to anyone, including Durkin himself and all Maryland. And this isn't even talking about Jordan McNair, which is, is obviously the, the core and the center of it all. And the only thing that Maryland's uh, Board of Regents chair can come up and say is, well, you know, we didn't have the – 
right resources in place for, for DJ Durkin to succeed. Like, what the hell are you talking about, man? The guy's been an assistant for 15 years. He knows how it's done. This is not his first rodeo, even if it's his first head coaching job. So clearly the regents in Wallace Lowe, who's the president, were not seeing eye to eye on this. I mean, Wallace Lowe did not want DJ Durkin back. Thing is, Wallace Lowe also didn't want to be fired. He, he's retiring next year. He can probably put the tea leaves together on that one, how that all worked out. But if Wallace Lowe really had a, a, a moral thing about all this, he still could have fired Durkin. He also would have been fired himself, and he probably wouldn't have received all the full benefits uh, going out the door. But he still had the authority to make that decision, and he chose not to do it. So I think on a lot of levels, it's spineless by Maryland. And I'm not going to sit here and say that DJ Durgan is a monster, because there are people within that program, players who like him. It is a divided locker room. But at the end of the day, somebody died. And there are enough accounts that the culture in that program was absolute garbage. And if that's the case, People got to go, man. It's not about what kind of person you are. The strength and conditioning coach left. Uh, Wallace Lowe is going to be on the way out. Strangely, Damon Evans, the athletic director, is going to be back. Uh, DJ Durkin is going to be back. That's bad, man. If someone dies and people look at that and then they, and Maryland's own investigations uncover, like, yo, man, there was a lot of shady stuff going on. People got to go. And I know you're financially constrained, but you got to – you got to get past that. You got to pay the money, swallow your pride, and you got to move on. Because I don't know how the hell you're going to expect to win now. Yeah, Ben, it's going to be really inter- interesting how UGLY this is actually going to get with the players. You're hearing about players and they're walking out, whether it was two, three, four, five, whatever. Doesn't matter. Yeah. There's going to be people that walk out. Or do they decide to get together and go, let's go revolution here? Let's get the coach that we want. Um, this I really got that. Ugly, man, seriously. Yeah, it could get ugly, but I really doubt that happens for, okay. for two reasons. One, one is, again, there are still players who, who like Durkin. So you, you have to take that into consideration. Not all 80-something scholarship players and then walk-ons dislike D.J. Durkin. So there's that element to it. The other thing, too, is if you read the, the Twitter reactions from some of the players who are you know, anti-Durkin, have come out and said, look, man, we lost our brother. I can't believe that this is happening. The one thing that they all still say is they talk about Jordan McNair as their brother. That's how they view each other. I mean, when you're doing two days with these guys, uh, doing those uh, off-season exercises that, that killed Jordan McNair, yeah, but everyone's doing them. They're doing them together. And to, to walk out, even if it's well-intended, you don't want to walk out on the guys that you did those things with. And, and I think at the end of the day, the ones who don't like Durkin, don't like that program, feel betrayed, feel let down by the university, they don't ever feel let down by the guys next to them. So if nothing else, they will finish out the season for each other. So, look, colleague Dennis Dodd wrote that they should walk out. A bunch of people feel the same way. I don't necessarily disagree in principle. I don't see it happening, though, because I think to be inside of that locker room, you got to know what they're playing for. Ben, as always, enjoy the conversation. Uh, we'll, we'll try to find a little lighter way to end next time. Bad work out of me, but really good uh, perspective. Appreciate your time as always, Ben. All right, thanks, guys.
Thank you. Ben Kirchival from CBSSports.com. Down there in Texas, watching a lot of Big 12 football and uh, – Boy, what a downer is. you are, sir! I what know. A, well, I mean, I know. seriously, shall we just go to a funeral right now, or what? I mean, come on, Trent. Let's let's TC. take a break. I'll I'll pump it up. I'll get some Diaduski going in me, <laughs> and we'll finish strong. We'll do that next year as we continue. It's the drive on seventeen hundred. The champ. All right, back with you one final time. It's the drive on seventeen hundred. The champ. Trent and Wolfgang here, and uh, tonight you got some action. That interests you? No. I, I see your face over there. You're making me giggle a little bit. Wait, you don't <laughs> do, you don't do the action? I'm just getting into this stuff. I don't bet every single day well, like you, don't you have do. To bet. Matter of fact, sp- I haven't even bet Trent not once You're a for 15 fan. years. You're a sports fan. All right, did you bet with a bookie? No, no. It was it was so the reason I got into it was credit uh, off. It was offshore. Gotcha. gotcha. So I got into offshore sh- offshore stuff. Did okay. I don't think I did bad or good. I came out maybe just the smallest of small head. Okay. That, okay. That, for maybe doing like very a, well. Yeah, for a two-year span, maybe a yeah, something like that. And I look at this now, and I go, "Which way do you want to go?" And I'm winning money now, and it's a two-week thing, and I know that's not <laughs> normal, Trent. But I'm Keep I think your chest over there, Wolfgang. Six hundred times two, plus two hundred is eight hundred. It's probably not quite eight hundred, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, but close right, to eight hundred. Right, let's say that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, that makes me happy. I like making money. That's that does. I mean, that's a nice night out. You like going out and having a nice steak and. You know, or, or going out to a nice uh, concert at Wells Fargo or something, or going to a great game. I mean, that's what I like. I mean, why wouldn't you like that? But at some point, you got to look at everything. And I know it's it's going to come to an end probably pretty fast, Trent, when you look at this. I'm not betting on Maction. I don't know what the hell I'm doing right. with Maction action. You might, and it's fun for me to learn this stuff because I'm learning stuff. Like I told you, I'll never bet on Indiana again. Those uh-huh. people said it. I went from 300 to 200, lost 200, but I I came out ahead anyway in the in the long run. And if you look at some of the other games that people talk about, this is my thing back in the day and just from following it when I'm See, you have so much history, Trent. You understand that you've done this so long. Yeah. You know who you can't go with and they just suck see, at that see, stuff. See, I, I I don't subscribe to that theory. Interesting. So you have no team that you go, I ain't going to bet on them. No, they don't no. know what they're not Northwestern, not Indiana, not no. the Clippers, not no, no, no. Every single game is an entity upon itself. But you, I'm talking about with you and your no, brain no, you of what you think they're good at. Can't do that. Can't really? do that. If there's value, it doesn't matter what it says across their chest. You look at the numbers. I can't wait to see your um, just house with a moat around it and all the, the you know the yachts. <laughs> I understand that that will never happen. I do. I understand it. My wife is under. She is understandable with my gambling. I don't go out to the bars. Unless we're doing a show, I don't go out to the bars anymore. I, I this is this is my night out. This is for a week. I call it a entertainment tax. No, that's and if you can go into it now the problem is some people can't do that. Or they Most can't. Right. You I know you can. I mean you wouldn't talk about it if you couldn't. I know I right. understand that. It, it's something that is, you know, hushed tones and things like that. For me, I'm fine. And if I got five, ten bucks on a game. It makes it more entertaining. And if I lose over the month, it's fine. Because you know what? I didn't lose the mortgage payment. I didn't lose Ella's daycare bill. I'm going to be fine. Your little daughter doesn't have to sleep on the toilet because she doesn't have any... uh... Right. (laughs) That's not the way I play. I know. I'm fortunate that way. Not not everybody can be that way. But if you can... We'll have some fun with it, and that's what we do. So you're, uh, but you're not excited to even watch any football. T- uh, the game's kind of a dud. 
Ball State's uh, almost a 20-point dog against Toledo. So you're going to be watching NBA tonight, I assume? No, no you tell me. So what, what no, do you no, do? You, you no, doing this forever. That doesn't interest me at all, Ball State. That does not interest me unless I put money on it. What interests me is going back and watching other games, Michigan State, Purdue, okay. and getting more knowledge on the stuff that I was going to play in the future or Iowa State's going to play in the future mm-hmm. or finding out who Oklahoma is. Oklahoma going to make to the Final Four or how actual actually good is Alabama? That interests me. This MAC action, am I supposed to pretend that interests me? It doesn't. How about the this? Action? How about today? Tape sports, DVR sports aside. Yeah. T-Wolves hosting Utah. George Yang coming in. He's been playing pretty well. Does that trip your trigger at all? Can I, can I get you there? I, you can. Not, not betting-wise. What channel? Fox Sports North, 668 on your DirecTV. We don't have anything special going on over there other than the NFL ticket. Okay. Sports no, pack is like 13 bucks a month. Ooh, okay. Well, oh, that oh, we can do that. Because yeah. you'll get the Bucks games, okay. the T-Wolves games, the Bulls games. It's a good start. So T-Wolves, which everybody wants to talk about. Yeah. You're talking about maybe the next great. We'll see. I'm going to watch him more. The Greek freak. We talked about him a number of years yes, ago. Yes. I mean, can't wait to watch him a little bit. So, yeah. So, if I get the local package, did you hear some of the people going off on Mr. Hoiberg? No, no. What do you got? Oh, my gosh. With When they played Golden State, and did you see what Clay Thompson did? Well, yeah. He, they gave up 91 and a half. And... So, they're killing him. This is the easy opinion, right? Yeah. Hoiberg sucks. Yeah. How do you give up that many points? And then I watched some of the highlights. I didn't watch the game. I'm not going to pretend like I did. When you watch that stuff live, though, and you see Curry going off, or you see Klay Thompson going off, or you see LeBron going off, or you see one of these guys doing something that's, this is the greatest reality TV of all time. And so basically, some of the head mucky mucks, and I can name their names and, you know, screaming A. Smith, that's who it was, said it was the biggest disgrace to coaching he's ever seen in his life. Not an exact quote, but basically an exact quote. So I'm sitting there watching some of the highlights, and Clay Thompson is shooting it in guys' faces, Trent. Yeah. Absolutely. What you're supposed to do? So he went another direction and went, no, you need to. And I kind of agree with this a little bit. At some point, you need to, like, mix it up and elbow to yeah. the, to the. you know, I'm not talking about punching somebody. Right, right. But I, I do get what he's saying a little bit. So he was basically saying, Fred, you're too nice. That defense, they gave up 92 points in the first half. Yes. Are you joking? That's a little... I'd love to just kill Stephen A. Smith right now because, no offense, I mean, he, he's pretty good TV and pretty good radio and for 27 seconds, and then I turn it. <laughs> but, I mean, it's an interesting point. What would you have done? At some point, you got to just – I agree with him a little bit. I can't believe I'm saying this. It's not the biggest disgrace in the history of college, like he said, in coaching, but at some point, it's okay to nudge somebody, get them off their game, so where they're looking at you, they got a little adrenaline going and they're mad or something like that, Trent. Mm-hmm. Is that stupid? No, not at all. Not not at all. You do have to do that. I agree with that. Now, it's a middle-of-the-season game where you just see that you're down. I mean, it's just one of those games where do we really want to get one of the Bulls players kicked out, Fred Hoiberg? I mean, you know what I mean? So, so you get Fred's side. He's like, really? I'm supposed to tell my guys to go up and like maybe get kicked out of next 92. game? 92.50. What the have half. they done for Fred Hoiberg? Let me tell you, nothing. Right. So you Cyclone fans that are listening right now, you might uh, – it's a joke what they've done for him. And I feel so bad for him because he's such a nice guy. He's such a good guy. And he wanted to go to the pros. He wasn't into the recruiting, but he had it down at Iowa State. Very little recruiting and bringing in the transfers, right? Mm -hmm. He had it down, Trent Condon. And now all this stuff, and he's about ready to get fired, wouldn't you say? Yeah, well, it, I mean, the and it's his fault. Wink, wink. Really? Well, it's it's Gar, it's Paxson, it's it's that group. It's the guys that built this team. He's got twenty five million reasons though that he'll be just fine. 
<laughs> I mean, are you? Are, do you really feel bad for? I him? do, because do. that's his dream. His dream is to be a NBA head coach. So I look and at does it this that way. Ruin him? No, it doesn't ruin him. But no, no. As, as an NBA head coach, oh, does he get another opportunity with what he's done in Chicago? No. no. So, so that's why I feel bad. So everybody can say, "Oh, I'm not going to feel bad for a guy that's made 25 million." So what that's, does he do? Does he just golf now the rest of his life? Does well, he's he, got so he's got heart problems. Yeah. He's got you know health problems that I'm I'm not going to pretend to know. But yeah, everybody can say, "Oh, poor him." Sorry, this was his dream. His dream was to coach in the NBA and also play in the NBA. He's done both. So yeah, I don't, I don't. Sorry, I don't get off on. Oh, poor him. I don't do that stuff. I mean, that was his thing. That's what he wanted to do. Yeah, he's gonna be fine. Trent, he's gonna be just fine. But it doesn't mean, darn it, man. That's what he wanted. That was his dream. And I, you know, who doesn't like him? I got the hockeyest of Hawkeye friends that love that guy, as they should. He's easy to root for. Bulls Nuggets tonight in Chicago. We'll uh, see. Defense has improved just a little bit there. A decent night in the NBA. New Orleans, Golden State late. I think that's something to keep an eye on. Mm-hmm. Got the Lakers and uh, your favorite team, of course, the L.A. Lakers. <laughs> Take out Dallas. Well, you're a Lakers fan now. Well, you got, I'm a LeBron you, fan. you have to accept it. You are now a Lakers fan. What's so, your birthday? So October 19th. Ah. So oh, I, I should it. get that as my gift? Well, Is that I, what you're I, saying? I guess Christmas. We'll, we'll do a Christmas So we show. have the NFL packet. Yeah. package. And Tiff's like, why don't we just switch it over to the NBA? Nice. Because we get all the local games I want to watch. Bears, yeah. Vikings, Packers. Yeah. You know what I mean? So should I just switch it over to the NBA package? See what you can do. Maybe you'll get them both. I can't do it. Tiff is hardcore, man. She don't mess around. She gets it done. Yeah, I can't. I don't know how she does that stuff. We got it done for today. We are out of time. Back at it tomorrow here on 1700 The Champ. <laughs> we will have Thursday football. Ooh, Raiders, 49ers. Yeah, that that's that's what we're going to be served up. A little college action, including a game going to already have a play on with the undefeated Central Florida Golden Knights. Ooh, really? Oh, yeah. So we'll, we'll have that. We get things started each and every day with our local programming at 11 a.m. Myself and Ken Miller from 11 to 1, Jimmy B and TC from 1 to 2, and here on the drive from 4 until 6 o'clock. Enjoy your night, everybody. We'll be back at it tomorrow on 1700 The Champ.